What'd you tell him a saint was? I said it's a really, really good person, like a perfect <laughs> person that people look up to. And he was like, you're not a really good person. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what was the follow-up <laughs> question to that? Welcome to Sisters Not Saints, the podcast where we offer real-life advice from the sisters you've always wanted. Featuring two real-life sisters, Kristen and Megan, and two real-life sisters-in-law, Hillary and Zoe. Sisters Not Saints You might think they're saints, but they Some of them are sisters Two of them have sisters But there's one thing that's for certain It's their sisters This is Hillary. <laughs> I was so sure I was going to beat you this time. <laughs> and I'm Zoe. And I'm Kristen. I'm Hillary. And I'm Megan. Hi. So we're all making our summer plans, eh? <laughs> is that because I'm going to Canada? No, but it's it just fit. Eh? Um, and I found, you know how you guys like to have really authentic experiences when you visit places? Yes. I found something in New York that I think is up your alley. Ooh. I already like it. Okay. Lower East Side. Mm-hmm. It's called, and I don't know how to pronounce it, so I'm just going to say the way that I think. A feud dining experience? A feud dining how experience. How do you spell it? Feud. Feud. Feud dining. F-U-E-D. For some reason, yes. For some reason, I keep trying to put an in Feud. Feud dining. Food. Do you know about it? No. Wait, F-U-E-D? F-U-D-E. F-U-Foodie. But there's a... Maybe it's food. Fud. But there's one of those things. Don't look at the picture. There's one of those things above the U. Feud. Okay. F-U-M-L-O-T-E. Feud. Feud. Maybe one of our listeners can tell us how to pronounce it. Teach us. Okay. Okay. So Lower East Side, there's a restaurant that is offering something called a feud dining experience Mm -hmm. where you make a reservation and you go in and you eat completely in the nude. Mm. Is it dark? It's, oh wait, this this already okay, exists. I hate to tell you this, but this is old news. Megan. Yeah, this is like from the eighties. They've been doing this. Okay, well, not from the eighties, but like from ten years ago. It was on Sex in the City, Lower East Side, maybe. But oh, did they do that on Sex in mm-hmm. the City? Yeah, there's one where you can do it in the dark. <clears throat> no, this one's not in the dark. Okay, this is just a naked one. Yeah, they did Bam, that. This is brand new. I'm so sorry that, to ruin your fun. <laughs> oh wait, that you're saying that this is yeah already old. happened. Yeah, but it's just funny that somebody opened it a new. Oh, it rhymes with nude. Food. food it's just food nude. food food experience food, food yeah it's dining. just food okay really tell fun. us more okay so it says during this experience guests are invited to bear all by leaving not just their coats but their entire wardrobe at the door to enjoy a delicious meal completely naked with a bunch of strangers according to the new york times the food experience is led by artist and model charlie Ann max who started hosting naked events in 2020 for 88 dollars, the chosen guest can enjoy a vegan menu zoe up your alley while occupying an enjoyable space each event is themed and previous experiences have been based on the ideas of self-love museum and menstrual cycles oh hmm. and if that doesn't what your but appetite so this restaurant is new yes i would do it so you have to apply oh to go interesting Men are more heavily screened than women. That's good. Yes, but... How do you screen someone out of this, though? Well, I don't They're know, not doing but, background checks. What well, are they doing? He social says, media checks? He says most people are accepted, so... Yeah, because what could you even check? You, Although, I mean, I could look maybe, at some people's social media and say, nope. <laughs> you cannot come die naked here. Well, I guess maybe they do do a background check to make sure that the men aren't, like, sex offenders. That would take weeks. No. Especially in New York, it does, yeah. No, you... No. 
Okay. Um, so it says one person told the New York Times that nudity helps people connect in different ways that it also strips away elements of the patriarchy. This aligns with what Feud hopes to achieve with its immersive dining experience. How much is it? $88. Oh, that's actually way less than I thought it would be. I wonder though, I bet that doesn't include your meal. What? Oh, yes. no, it does. Yeah, it says yeah. You, can, you can enjoy a vegan menu while occupying an enjoyable space. That does not sound enjoyable to me. What about the sushi restaurant where they serve sushi off of the woman's body? They enjoy that less. I'd rather eat naked than eat off a naked person. Oh, I'd rather I, eat off a naked person. I actually had to do this once for a TV show. Wait, were you naked or no, were you the eater? I had to be her costumer. So I had to place <laughs> the, leaves. the leaves down and I had to cover her. And I, I think I probably helped with the sushi and stuff just because I was kind of like her handler and made mm. sure she was comfortable so yeah and then once everybody left i helped take them you off and remove the, the leaves <laughs> obviously <laughs> i'd never pass up sushi but so you have what eaten show a naked body deadbeat oh that's fun i think that's it. it's yeah. funny so if people didn't listen to the zoe episode and you know there's always the mystery about what does zoe do now she's also introduced naked women and sushi <laughs> like what the <laughs> hell is that woman up to um so it says that sometimes feud does include other activities such as breath work yoga life drawing clay and photography i would not not want to do yoga naked oh i've done that that's really fun naked yoga where like by yourself by myself even by outside. myself I i've don't. done it outside naked. like outside like here no like not even underwear on yeah oh were you you're doing... so open where were you on a farm by yourself mm-hmm. were you trying to do that thing that you're supposed to do with your butthole where you expose <laughs> it to the sun that's a real thing oh yeah yeah what's the name of that oh, why what's the benefit I can tell you all about that. Your butthole needs sunshine, apparently. Mm -hmm. No, nobody has ever in the history of human being. You don't know that because they weren't wearing clothes. Yeah, but they weren't just They were bending over to pick mm -hmm. up the harvest and their butthole was getting sunshine. No, but they made loins and stuff, though. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to like really... When you're bending over to pick up your crops, even then they had clothes. They're like cavemen. They were never like downward dogs spreading their butt cheeks. No, you lay on your back and you lift your head, your legs up. Even that. Perineum sunning. Why? It became popular as well as the supposed health benefits and the safety of the practice. Let's see. It became popular through social media in October 2019 as a method of self-care. It only took 24 hours for the practice to become mainstream. That's how you know it's legit. <laughs> That's how you know social media is a problem. So it says that the practice improves focus, augment hormonal regulation, increase libido, regulate your circadian rhythm, and enhance health and longevity. Where, what's the but data I source on this? just getting into the sun mm-hmm. does most of that for you. The good news is you do not need sunscreen when you're doing this. <laughs> Wait, what? You probably like what source are they quoting? Like, oh, okay. They also equated 30 seconds of the practice to receiving a full day's amount of sun exposure. That's pretty good. But what are they? How have they studied this? You're deficient on vitamin D. Does it say anything about that? It's not long enough for any kind of study. Oh, you can do it happy baby or doggy style. But should you do it? The answer is no. Benefits. Boost mood, regulate sleep, increase libido, spark creativity, attract success and positivity. Maybe this should be the next challenge we do. It is like how if you do like a coffee enema or an alcohol mm-hmm. enema like yeah. that really gets into your system quicker so maybe the sunshine gets into your system quicker that's what they're saying at 30 seconds of oh, butthole a sun, a sun oh, enema yeah 30 seconds of butthole sunning is equated to a full day's sun exposure all right i'm ready should we do it every day 30 days of butthole exposure of 30 seconds no i'm out i need to see the data on this well that's the bad thing i can't really well, find there's exactly. no data on a sound bath that's yeah. true yeah none of that stuff's real okay <laughs> how did this start it said maybe cavemen used to sun their booty holes 
Yes, no. that's exactly what we said. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it. Or perhaps when it happened at Woodstock. When did Megan and I become the more um, right, open and willing. smarter, open, yeah. <laughs> free-flowing? Yeah. I mean, yeah. the problem is... You're so crunchy. Where I live, I don't know that I can do a lot of butthole sunning. It would be hard because your yeah. neighbor's second story could look into you. I mean, I could like maybe crouch behind a bush or something. Do you think I could do it through a window? Yeah, I think that counts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's sunshine. I, just, I know. I'm just imagining <laughs> your neighbors walking by while she's sunning her. No, bottle. get a good spot where the sunshine's coming yeah. in and you do down to her dog right in that sunshine. <laughs> I think I'd go happy baby. Yeah, it might be harder though to get the sunshine in there. Mm, I feel like that would be easier. Okay, as long, yeah, you find you find the sunshine. Yeah. So you're going to do right, it too? I'll do it too. Okay. okay. So I think that's our next challenge. I'll try it after Good luck I to get you guys. pictures of you guys doing it. Well, you want to see pictures of that? <laughs> of your butthole, but like... Of us really doing it. Okay, I'll okay. do it. Anal sunning can cause a gnarly sunburn right on your taint. <laughs> well, yeah. And you said no sunscreen. Yeah, no. Well, we're going to do it. And Zoe and I are going to be better people in soon. Good luck. Has everybody watched Love is Blind? Yes. You finished? Not only, Hillary, have I finished season four, I finished season three, mm-hmm. and I watched the catch-up episodes of season one, and I am two episodes wow. into season two. And you didn't want to watch this. I know, but now it's all I can like want to watch. Okay, well, I'm glad you watched season three. We all mm-hmm. watched season three, right? Which one was which? Season three was Alexa and Brennan. He was mm. like the country guy, and she oh, was the... Yeah. Like the Iranian yeah. girl. They were, they're they still together. Nancy and Bartise, Raven and SK, and Zanab and Cole, and Matt and Colleen. Okay, so I'm thinking of season two. Yeah, because I remember when you said that girl with the short i'm just learning about her a little bit okay season two do you remember danielle and nick mm-hmm. yeah what were that what was their story she danced on tables <laughs> i don't remember them <laughs> they were really sweet and cute and i rooted for them but they did end up breaking up Aww. after the finale and after mm-hmm. like i think like a year together or something but nick and another guy that was in the same season his name's jeremy hartwell but he didn't match up so he mm-hmm. wasn't there for very long they have combined forces mm. and they're suing love is blind and well the production company that creates love is blind and netflix mm-hmm. and they're all also with a therapist creating a foundation called the You Can Foundation to help all reality stars basically have like better living and mm-hmm. work circumstances. Okay. So they've come out recently, like they've done a ton of TikToks that went viral. And then they're doing all the like rounds of like podcast and YouTube interviews. And they're getting a lot of publicity for this. And then they filed this lawsuit. So they both claim that they were constantly fed alcohol. They were deprived of food and water. They were deprived of sleep, that their pay rates were below LA's minimum wage, and that obviously when you are deprived all of these things, mm-hmm. that it's going to make you react differently. You're going to mm-hmm. be like desperate for social connections. It alters your emotions and your decision making. They say that they were cons- like their contracts, they were considered contractors mm-hmm. on their forms and they should be considered full time employees. They were paid $1,000 a week, but he said they worked up to 20 hour days, seven days a week. So they're seeking a class action lawsuit. They want their unpaid wages and financial compensation for missed meals and missed rest breaks. And then they want what they're saying is they're really like they want this from the lawsuit. But what they really want is to be able to use this momentum Mm -hmm. to be able to build this foundation to protect all cast members Mm -hmm. of all reality shows because they say they're all victims of like psychological manipulation. Before I say anything else, I want y'all's opinions. I sort of agree. But I also think if you're going into reality television and maybe this is just me maybe I just know this that 
I would expect that. Like, you know, you're going in and there's going to be some kind of psychological something where they're trying to make you react in a certain way. Producers are in your ear saying, oh, did you hear Zoe said this about you? What do you think? One of my friends was chosen to be on The Bachelor. So she was going to be one of the women that was, select. you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, competes for the man's heart or whatever. Yeah. And she said the contract was so thick and so thorough and so terrifying. She said they kind of outlined this in The Bachelor contracts where it was like meal breaks are not consistent. You're giving up this much control over your day and your life and your shoots could be however long. Yeah, you're kind of signing your life and away. And so she saw it and she was like, oh, I can't do it. It's not for me. I don't know what their contract looks like compared to maybe Bachelor's more established. Well, no, because know. it also reminds me, Hillary, you probably remember Bachelor in Paradise a few years ago where you all of a I sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden they had to shut down production because cast members got a little too drunk and some kind of sexual misconduct took place. And it kind of came out that they're always loud with alcohol. And I think The Bachelor at that point made it like they had three drink a day minimums or, or two maximums. Drinks, two drinks an hour is their rule. Yeah. So I think they kind of already got busted on that. And that kind of exposed a lot of the nasty side of reality television. And I also think another thing that exposed the nasty side of reality television. What's that show that is based on The Bachelor? Oh, Unreal. Yes. yes. I think that because they... That show. I've never heard of Unreal. Yeah, it's a scripted show, but it based heavily on the behind the scenes of The Bachelor. Yeah, there's a producer that left Bachelor and then mm. created this show called Unreal. You should watch it. It's really good. I think I've watched like the first two seasons. I don't think I ever finished it, but yeah, it is really good. Yeah, I think there were only three seasons, oh, okay. I want to say. Yeah, it was good. Like but So I feel like, I guess, maybe just I've, I feel knowledgeable about that because I know all these things, but maybe a lot of people do just sign up haphazardly and think, oh, I'm going to be famous. You know, it'll be six weeks of fun and joy. I don't think that's just because that's how it's been done in the past. I don't think that that's how it should be continued. The, yeah, I mean, I think it should change. I don't have a problem with what they're doing. Like it shouldn't have been like that from the beginning. Definitely. But we need good television. But you could get that without it. Could you? Would you want to sit around and watch stone cold sober people falling in love and not the one girl who's always going batshit crazy the first night? That Imagine people in your life are doing that anyway. There's so many crazy people in your life. Mm-hmm. They don't. You don't need to get them drunk. They're already gonna be crazy but the alcohol okay but i've never worked on a reality show but i do know that reality shows the contract when you're an actor is sag you're through Mm -hmm. your screen actors guild so Mm -hmm. there's that's your union that's how you're paid through that's what all the rules are through reality show is like a loophole where you don't that's not part of the union so they can really do whatever that's their exploit you Mm -hmm. yeah they're not basic free labor yeah i think that's kind of the ultimate goal of this foundation is basically creating a union because Mm -hmm. that's what they're saying is actors you get paid extra if you miss a meal or if you're in a smoking scene or if you work a certain amount of hours where like zoe's saying reality stars don't have any of these benefits yeah i think what they're doing is good because 20 25 years ago reality tv wasn't what it is now it's like everything is reality now exactly because i think they've realized it's so much cheaper to make a reality show than you know trap a like 20 nobodies in a house and Mm -hmm. see what kind of craziness they get up to so nick vial do you know who he is yes Mm -hmm. of bachelor fame Mm -hmm. i listen to a lot of his podcasts not all of them but he is kind of under a lot of heat right now because when this came out that people from love is blind is doing this and he covers love is blind on his podcast and interviews Mm -hmm. lots of the people on there he 
was furious and he said it's eye roll inducing and he was like this is just a bunch of talentless people who had their 15 minutes of fame and now 18 months have passed and they're not getting as much attention their star is dimming and so now they've decided to start complaining because they know when they complain and have all these claims of misconduct or mistreatment they get views and they Mm -hmm. go viral and then they get all this attention and then they're famous again and so obviously some people agree but there Mm -hmm. are a lot of people who he's gotten a lot of backlash for having this view he's even doubled down on it but he's like that he is he's very controversial and yeah but i think like the proof will be in the pudding is how many other people come out and say like no i agree this was my experience as well yeah and there have been more people especially Mm -hmm. from love is blind who have come out and been supportive of those and saying like no they're right this was really horrible working conditions but what i'm wondering is like i could see love is blind maybe even when they're in the pods and when they do that vacation week i'm sure that stuff is going on but then in that next week when they go back to their regular lives how are they being i guess they do those like get together parties and stuff yeah but i thought the whole point was like they kind of go back to their normal lives they go back to their jobs right but they're probably having to work their jobs Mm. and then also do the show that's true yeah some people are saying like you're depending on the side you're on are you either trying to protect production or basic human rights yeah and the question is kind of can reality tv exist without psychological warfare i think it can i think people are crazy enough i don't think so i don't agree with zoe i think it can i think there are just in life plenty of people who are going to act in an entertaining way on especially television yeah when a camera's start drama. on you i don't know though i mean like yes i'm sure there are some you're still no the only thing that's going to change is they'll be getting 1250 a week i'm not sure what the minimum weekly for sag is right now but you have to be fed every six hours that's a 30 minute break it's not much different <laughs> yeah i guess i'm okay with all of that like the actual human rights of it all like sure feed them pay them more that's fine let them sleep let them sleep don't plan and there's them. a certain amount of turnaround yeah. for your sleeping like it yeah. is still very arduous to work yeah. in film and they could work they can work a lot of hours even over the 12 or 14 hours so they can still mm. be working long long hours yeah. and just be compensated for it uh, but I just don't want the little psychological warfare where it's like the producers are in the ear saying like so we called you a bitch and I'm sure that would she wants. Like, but yeah. also okay so it would be interesting if they they had a show where they did everything in the most mm-hmm. kindest way possible as little psychological warfare as possible like actually actually let these people eat sleep don't yeah. lie to them and see what happens I mean, and then see also if that does affect the outcome of the, any of the relationships lasting i mean what would that be like on pbs or something that sounds so boring you don't think people are going to fight and be dramatic just being themselves if they're put in a situation where it's 25 girls training at one guy i think some of like yeah there will be the one but i feel like no when you're not being sleep deprived or food deprived that you're just gonna be like eh, kristen sucks but whatever I don't know. I, but we all want these people to really be together when they come out. Mm-hmm. And so it is disappointing when they're not. They've, they've just trauma bonded and then they break up as yeah, soon as they're done. True. So it's like, wouldn't it be fun if we got to see them be together for a couple of years or something? Yeah. And then they might find drama for us to watch that's entertaining in a different way. Like dog fights or something? No, I just <laughs> think that I think that drama would still happen. Mm-hmm. And it might not be there like is a drunken fight. So much drama within Bachelor Nation once they oh, leave. Yeah. And it's on Instagram. It's at mm-hmm. yeah, it's like a whole, yeah. it's and it's a whole that, new. So yes, people are still gonna bring drama. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess. I guess feed them. Fine, feed them. <laughs> feed them, let them sleep, but I don't know. I'm for it. I'm willing to see it. There's also so many people coming 
coming out of these shows who are so psychologically damaged and going through therapy, which they probably would need anyways, because you're all of a sudden super famous Mm -hmm. and having to deal with big changes. So you're probably going to need that. But if they're in a healthier headspace, then good for them. I don't know that someone that's in a healthy headspace is signing up for a reality show. I think they go in with some level of trauma and like psychological damage and they're looking at this as a cure. No, I think they go in wounded. There could be reality shows. If you didn't know all this craziness happens that you could go for what the purpose of the show is so would you go on love is blind zoe if it was just like a wreck if it wasn't if i didn't know all the bad stuff Mm -hmm. if it was just spending 10 hours going in a pod and talking to through people through a wall sure maybe we're all on a reality show right now like the truman show (laughs) i worry about who's ready for question number one i sure the heck am All right, so there's this guy at work I'm having a serious issue with. We work at a large store together. I was always friendly with him since he was friendly with me too, but I never saw him as more than a work friend. He's super extroverted and funny. Everyone's friends with him at work, so I didn't think much of it when he was nice to me. Eventually, he started following me on Instagram, and we would sometimes talk in DMs. After a month or so of chatting, he said he liked me, but I said we have too big of an age gap and he should go for people his age. He continued flirting and chatting with me. He then turned. Since then, he's become very serious. He says he's in love with me, wants to marry me, and can't imagine not having me in his life. He even told some of our coworkers that we are dating. After telling him I just don't think we are, are a good match, he threatened to kill himself. Oh my god! I think he's just being crazy and dramatic, but what am I supposed to do? Do I report him to someone? I'm scared to go to work and see him now. What should my next step be? Yeah, I think if someone's threatening to kill themselves, I would probably call like the suicide hotline or at least the police so they could do a mental like well check that they do or whatever that's serious i agree and i wouldn't get involved with him no and, definitely not and if there's a way that you can quit your job and find another job that would be my first recommendation but i know that's maybe not doable but also care for him too i mean like if he's making threats like this at least like put some resources yeah on well him. That's if someone is threatening then you have to take the threat serious but also you're not in control of what he does no what, and no matter what he, he does, does is not your it's not your and that's a manipulation tactic yes. Yes. i was gonna say like 99 yeah. it's manipulation it's a cry for attention hold but them accountable for it by calling someone yeah yeah, yeah. i've had this happen did yeah. you call i did not call mm. when he i called because he was being violent with me mm. at that same moment okay yeah i did tell his parents okay yeah, I think if someone is going to say it, you have to not not call their bluff. That sounds like no, you just have to mean, report it like it's yeah. treated but, as factual. Yeah, that, because that's you can't play around with that because one day someone may not be joking. Yeah. So my first recommendation would be quit that job, find another job. Well, could maybe she doesn't have to quit. Maybe she needs to just tell the manager and yeah. maybe. Yeah, but then he knows where she works. Yeah, I think you just need a mm. full cut Did from the situation. Right? It, yeah. yeah. You know, that is really hard when someone becomes very obsessive mm-hmm. because what can you do? Right. Because this was also part of my situation. Yeah. Because it's like you don't want to. My parents were very worried for my safety. Yeah. Like I lived in a small town and worked at the same place and had the same friends and went the same places all all the time. So like how do you. And it's one of those things where you want to like toe the line so you're not aggravating him more. Right. But also you want to just be like, no, dude, back the F off. Yeah. And probably it is important to change your pattern for a while Mm -hmm. and avoid places you know where he is going to be. Yeah. 
It definitely sent some distance. And honestly, if it anything else happens, you might need a restraining order. That's what I was going to say is I would at least call the police and do a report. And mm-hmm. they could even reach out to him and make contact and just say like, hey, this relationship has gone awry. Mm-hmm. Let's just give it some space. I'll act like normal people here and move on. Not even like a restraining order, but just them reaching out and yes. saying, hey. But it is important to have it documented in yeah. case you need a restraining order. Yeah. I was going to say at least document, put a report on file with the police. And that way everybody knows what's going on, including him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you're taking this seriously all right next question let's go hey sisters i need your advice should i stop smoking weed yes Uh, i am in college i have a 4.0 gpa a i'm very active i run several days a week i've got great friends i have a part-time job i have mostly great healthy habits smoking is my only vice it's honestly what calms me on the weekends however i've started smoking more during the week i do worry it's unhealthy and becoming a bad habit is this something i should worry about should i quit or can i have this one vice I mean, if you're worried about it, I would cut back. I think you've answered your own question. Yeah, if you can, if you can cut back to weekends for fun. Yeah, I mean, if you're telling us like, yeah, it's great that everything else is on track, but if you're saying I'm worried that I'm doing too much, then yeah, cut back. No, well, only you can be the judge of that. I don't know how much you're smoking. It sounds like you're feeling social pressure that this isn't right and you shouldn't be smoking as much as you are. But if the rest of your life is in order and and you're not just lying and the rest of your life is really truly in order, then you're it's you're not harming anybody. If that's the one thing that helps you, calms you down, helps you relax. It sounds like maybe she's worried about building up a tolerance to it and needing more and like needing more of it to Yeah, relax. I, mean, I would be cautious, but I don't feel like there's anything wrong with it. Well, there's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I just think if she's worried, she should cut back. Would you be concerned if someone you were close with was smoking weed every night? I would. Every night. Every night. Let's say four nights a week. No. I think doing anything every night is a problem. Really? Well, Drinking a glass of tea every night? Well, you know, like anything that can be damaging or harmful in some way. Like it's not all good with marijuana. There's some harm to it. It's actually more potent now than it ever was before. Things can be mixed into it. But I'm assuming that they live in a state where it's legal. Yeah, even legally, though. And they're getting it from a reputable source. Who knows? Yeah, that's just my what I'm assuming. But if you're not, be careful out there. But I don't have a problem with it. If everything is in control, only you can say if things are going off the rails. I guess just just ask yourself like why you're doing it. And if it's a healthy reason, then sure. But if it's to like escape your reality, I'd worry a little bit. If it's to like dissociate from what's going on because you need to like numb your life, that could be problematic. It kind of reminds me of when we were talking about being sober curious and not drinking and then thinking about when you want to drink why you want it and all that you could be mm-hmm. what's what's the other high we, curious high. yeah um i guess still sober curious that's true yeah that's true <laughs> or You're see right. if you can go a certain period of time without it right yeah or see your feeling like think about why your feelings around that time and when you want to do it or why why you yeah. are doing it and then decide whether or not it's um becoming unhealthy or not yeah challenge yourself that's good yeah go a day don't go a day better than drinking Amen. All right. We've got another. Hit us. Lay it on us. I've got myself into a pickle with my neighbors. Oh, who hasn't? (laughs) My dog has escaped and Mm -hmm. killed a couple of my neighbor's chickens. Zoe, this one's for you. Did you write in, Zoe? Not once, but twice. Oh, no. After the first time, I offered to replace the chickens, but they declined. I felt (laughs) terrible, apologized, put up a new fence, and kept my dog on a leash anytime he wasn't in the fenced-in yard. However, last week, he dug a hole under the fence and had his second offense. My 
neighbors are clearly pissed. I offered to replace the chickens again and again they declined. I'm trying my best to keep this from happening again, but I'm not sure what my next step is. Should I try to talk to them? Should I let them cool off or maybe bring them some sort of I'm sorry gift? I'd love any advice. Just leave okay. a pack of chickens at their door. <laughs> it's for you, Zoe. Okay. From their perspective. Who? The dog owner or the chicken owner? The chicken owners. Mm-hmm. They're not mad at you. They're annoyed. They know that having chickens is always going to bring predators and something's going to come kill them. So they might be pissed like, oh, shoot, another two chickens have already died. And it happens to be the neighbor's dog. It's the second time. But like, that's why they're not saying pay me for the chickens because they know this is going to happen. That's a risk you take when you get chickens. But I mean, I think a, probably a lot of people see it that way, but they might actually be mad. Yeah. Anybody who has chickens. No, no. because if I say a I have chickens. can come. A hawk can swoop down. Yeah, but those are wild A coyote animals. can come. Yeah, but they those can't be mad at around. those but they could be mad at thinking like i have this irresponsible neighbor with just those letting their dog, dog over and no when you know i know someone whose dog has killed members of our streets chickens multiple times and they are upset about it well yeah that's what it sucks that it's a dog and it's a little more stoppable than the wild thing yeah but they know that their chickens are going to get eaten but yeah. not by, by their friendly like, neighborhood dog they because want you could this put, dog to be on a leash like yeah you could put your dog on a leash yeah and that, i'm agree when my dog got out and killed the chickens like I was upset but that neighbor was like nope our dog ate the chickens other animals have come and eaten our chickens like they were like you don't have to pay for it but your neighbors were maybe more reasonable right why are we going to fight with unreasonable people this person well, because is that's what they're asking she's creating a problem that the neighbors have not said anything to her she this is all in her head well okay you might be right let's say you're right and then she can I am just my argument over <laughs> She could just move on, take care of her dog. But let's pretend now that you are not right and they are not reasonable and they're really mad, right. but they're her next like door here. neighbors and she wants to make things right. Zoe, your dog came over and ate my chickens and I'm really pissed off. Like you need to keep your dog on a leash. Yeah, I'm really sorry. I'm going to I'm gonna try to, you know, he climbed over the fence. I'm really sorry about that. I'll pay you for the chickens. No, you're an you're, unreasonable neighbor. There's no, nothing I can do an to unreasonable make dog you owner. more reasonable. You're an unreasonable dog owner. If you're going to have a dog, you need to have it on a leash. Your you can't opinion just be of out running is none of my things. business. It's not an opinion of you. It's a fact that you're a bad dog owner. Yeah, I think okay, you're accountable gonna, for whatever your pet does. I would just offer to replace the chickens. And even if she says no, I would just do it. Just show up with like a yeah. happy meal of chicken. On but her. you can do that because people are very particular about the breed of chickens. They yeah. get. You can just ask though, right? But, but they don't. But they say, say no. no. Yeah, eh, you can find out. And people don't want chicks that are different ages as the mm-hmm. as the yeah. chickens. It's, there's a That's very specific thing to if chickens. If you have an unreasonable neighbor, mm-hmm. then just let it be. There's nothing to but do. What you, if, she's already offered to pay. She's going to try to control her dog as best as possible. There's nothing else to do in this situation. She doesn't need to worry about it anymore. I think... There's no problem here. I think <laughs> that she could bring over an I'm sorry gift. She can mm-hmm. bake them cookies and bring it over and be like, I, I know like you know that it was my dog and I feel terrible and I know you don't want me to get more chickens. I just want you to know like I'm going to do my best to keep my dog away. I'm so sorry hope we can still be friendly neighbors yeah because yeah. if your dog went over and bit a kid you'd be accountable and responsible for that i'm not telling her not to be accountable and responsible i'm saying if she has unreasonable neighbors there's nothing to fix that i'm just saying they could be mad and she's trying to be friendly they might not be unreasonably mad but they might not be as understanding as your neighbors they could be somewhere in the yeah middle. i don't think it's unreasonable to have feelings about it or to be upset about it because because they could call animal control and be like yeah your this, dog could her be dog taken. keeps coming on my no 
They're, they yeah, could. Yeah. Yeah. yeah two incidents. I'm saying this person is creating the situation. Her neighbors are not mad at her. It she said like that. It sounds like she said. She said her neighbors are pissed. <laughs> no, she said, I think I can tell that my neighbors are pissed. My neighbors are clearly pissed. Are clearly pissed. That means <laughs> nothing. You don't know that. She she has no explanation for that. She, she didn't explain it, but maybe she just doesn't have a very detailed question. Okay, you better write back and tell us how you know your neighbors fact, are pissed. Write back in and give us your phone number. We don't talk to you. <laughs> I, I on trust. The I trust that she's reading it correctly. <laughs> that they're pissed. I think, yeah, I think they're probably upset. You know, if your people are pissed I at think, you, I think you're biased as like an owner of a like chicken killing dog. Yeah. No, I'm saying she obviously. <laughs> she's already gone to pay she's already done done her due diligence she i think she is reading into this more than she needs to be of course go and apologize again af- offer to pay again make them a nice chicken casserole bring it over <laughs> be like hey bring them a dozen eggs <laughs> i think she's making a mountain out of a molehill. molehill and just let the people cool off it was very annoying that your dog twice went and killed their chickens but it's going to happen you're going to lose chickens yeah i do think you could let them cool off for a few days and then bring over some i'm sorry cookies yeah what or happens if her dog does it again? I think. I don't know. Yeah, I think you have to take your dog on, out on a leash. leash for a while. Well, she was. The dog dug a hole under the fence and got well, out. But if she was holding the other end of the leash, <laughs> take the dog on a leash in her fenced-in yard. Yeah, I if, used to have to do that because my dog would dig a hole if it keeps getting out and killing no. chickens. I don't know. That's that's I where you that, draw a line. I think that's unreasonable. No, I think <laughs> then you could get like an electric fence. Oh, he would they just, just run jump through them. that. Lots of dogs don't. No, yeah. it's st- it also has a fence still, even if it had an electric fence. Oh, like, yeah. uh, okay. like Kobe has dug under my fence mm-hmm. and I put um, two by fours and I put a huge rock. He moved the rock and got under. He moved the two by four. Yeah. It's fine. I put rocks, heavier rocks that now he can't get. But sometimes if he's out there long enough and gets bored, that's going to happen. Yeah. When I, 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 when I was younger, we had a dog that constantly dug and got out and we bought an electric fence, like a physical oh, like a, electric yeah. fence okay. so he wouldn't dig. That's an option. Or yeah, you can pour concrete on the floor, on the like grounds so that they can't mm-hmm. dig right there so, so it's a good idea for kobe so i don't i don't mm-hmm. have to have that two by four there yeah just pour concrete right at the thing so he can't dig right there so it just sounds like you have a very yeah. naughty dog and maybe get him some chickens in your yard just let him kill willy-nilly <laughs> no I mean, if you're if you're willing to do that if you're willing to continue like buying chickens that your yeah. dog kills just put a few in your backyard make it really you fun know, for she's him. probably doing all the right things but you know make sure you walk the dog get their energy out their yeah. sticks you know all the things you have to do to get and a dog no their Tucker. prey for chickens are i still know no i know i know <laughs> i'm just saying i'm sure she's doing all the right things but yeah, yeah. i mean even, yeah most dogs kill chickens good luck it's hard yeah as always, thanks for taking our advice. Keep sending in your anonymous questions at sistersnotsaints.com and follow us on all social media platforms at Sisters Not Saints Podcast. We love hearing from you, so be sure to follow, rate, and review us wherever you are listening to this episode. It really helps us out. Until next time. Bye! Bye.